This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? I'm great. Things are good. It's um it's the Sunday before Memorial Day weekend. Summer is about to begin. How do you feel? Uh, I feel okay. I, I feel like uh we're Onward and upward. We, you know, I don't. Are you doing anything for Memorial, Memorial Day weekend? Like it snuck up. Are you doing anything for this? Um, I have a I have a couple of friends who have um recently bought houses on Long Island. So one of them is that. having like a little housewarming party. Um, so yeah, things. Oh, we got a car. So you got a car. That's been exciting. Yeah. What that in New York City opens up your world in a way that you're like, it's like a breath of fresh air. On the one hand, yes, I'm excited to have it for the summer, but having mm. a car, especially in the city, is so expensive. It like doesn't really make any sense at all. It's like, <laughs> the, the monthlies add up. It really right, gets a we, little wild. We just got it and we were kind of like, oh, wow, we have to like use this car a lot because like, it's like the par- I mean, the parking for a car in Man- in like New York City, Manhattan, especially, but anywhere in New York is like mm. the price of like someone's full month's rent. Yeah. Anywhere else in the world. <laughs> it can get wild. I mean. I, my brother and I had a car in the city and we used to park it on the street when we lived together. And it was easy because like my day is like I could wake up and like sit in the car and do shit. Um, but then there was a point where we're like this is too much and we split a spot. But it was splitting yeah. it and it made it easier, you know, like. Yeah, it's a young person's it. thing, parking on the street. I'm like too oh, yeah. old to. And, and then that. you'd see like doormen for building like we're obviously getting paid off. And you're like, and I remember looking at one guy like to like move like their tenants cars. And I would like remember looking at one guy going, is that your car? And he'd go, what? I'm like, is that your car? And he'd go, <laughs> like, I was like looking to pay him. Like I wanted to like hire him. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, okay, okay. There's a game here that I have no idea that's going on. Like I had like. There's some sort of like rig there, thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, anyway, if you need a, if you need a ride anywhere, I'm trying Thank to get you. my money's worth. So I'll just come pick you up. <laughs> I, I would love that. Um, I'm, I, anything going on at Betches that we should be discussing? Um, you know, we've got Betches Moms. We've got our new Red Flag or Deal Breaker game, which is not that new anymore. But you guys should mm. get it for all your summer share houses, summer plans. It's just a great, fun group game. I think I saw on the Instagram someone put up they were playing like with friends over Zoom. Um, I think it's great. What about you? What, what do you have coming up? Here are my dates uh, as they stand today. Uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut, Atlantic City. Um, I'm going to be a comics at Mohegan Sun. Uh, Magoobies in Timonia, Maryland. Good old Magoobies. And uh, Dallas, Texas. But there's going to be way more dates added. Um, one of those being Chicago. I'm doing a full week in Chicago. So this. Oh, summer. wow. Uh, every night is going to be a different theme. So, give me an example of a theme. Fa- Monday, family. Tuesday, um, dating. 
and relationships. Wednesday, food and body issues. Thursday uh, will be a um, crowd work only. Like we're going to do it that like where I would just talk to the crowd and do improv with the whole crowd. Oh, I love that. and then Friday and Saturday will be like best of. They'll be like the the heavy hitter sets. That's great. So if you're in Chicago, get yeah. tickets for multiple nights. Yeah, you like, can do it's multiple gonna be different stuff every night. And I know Chicago, Except, yeah. big you up fans. We're huge big fans of Chicago. Fans. I want to go back. Huge. I mean, we have to go back. It is. Uh, I love Chicago. So I'm gonna be there for a full week, hanging out. Um, but uh, otherwise, you know, hopefully some more cities added to that to keep doing some live shows. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about a drunk text. Okay. <laughs> always, always fun. Love a drunk text. Yeah. Um, I'll, well, let's just get right into the email, and let's then do it. we're we're gonna we're gonna interpret some text messages. My favorite thing to do. Love um, it. hi, Jared and Jordana, the unsung heroes of everyone's dry quarantine. <laughs> Love it. I'll jump right into it. I'm a 26-year-old female living in Boston, and I've had a pattern in the past when it comes to drinking. I've always liked to get after it. In my late <laughs> teens and early 20s. <laughs> I, like I just that love the, <laughs> oh, the very Boston of her. Yeah. Uh, oh, you getting after it? Look at Sully's getting after it. It's like very. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, I guess I, you're from there. I'm, so you- I'm from the area. <laughs> Oh, Murph. Oh, he gets after it. <laughs> the, the extent of my Boston knowledge is from like, um, what's it called? Like the departed. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> like that, but not. I mean, before or after. He <laughs> 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 gets after it. You sound Look like it. you're drunk. So you're kind of like I, this girl, I, I guess. Every, yeah, everyone <laughs> sounds drunk. I just like that she's like a 26-year-old female living in Boston. And I've had a pattern in the past when it comes to drinking. And like you'd expect the next sentence to be like, I'm trying to get take care of it. Um, I'm seeing someone. She's like, I've always liked to get after it. <laughs> Good for you. Perfect. Yeah. In my late teens and early 20s, it was easy to embrace the reckless, fun, drunk identity. When I started dating after college, I would often drink too much on hinge dates, make a joke that was way too mean, sleep with someone that I regretted the next morning, or with guys I really liked, come on too strong in my drunk texts. I think it's self-sabotage, but who knows? Maybe I'm just insecure. I used to laugh it off, but now I just get pissed at myself. The way I drank definitely wasn't normal, even if it usually resulted in a good story, and I don't blame the guys who have run for their fucking lives because of it. Not to glorify COVID, but quarantine actually restructured my life for the better. I stopped drinking for a while, got a new job, got into the routine of healthier eating and exercise habits, stopped dating for a year and started to feel comfortable in my own skin. Good for you. Good for her. I I was actually like, as she's writing this, I'm like, it was interesting to me that she's like, I I write all these texts and I would chase guys away. It's like, yeah, the we maybe the alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what's wrong. yeah, Yeah. What could be going? And it's like, listen, I'm happy she's gotten a, as she puts it, a restructuring has gone on. Totally. Yeah. Great for her. This month, I finally felt ready to get back out there. I eased back into drinking in a more managed and intentional way and started talking on Hinge to this guy I liked. We'd been messaging for about two weeks. Then drinks with coworkers happened on Tuesday. Dun, dun, dun. I, <laughs> I work with a bunch of finance douches, so I went nuts. <laughs> Let's put it on them. Those douches. <laughs> 
Woke up in an all too familiar post blackout haze, terrified to look at my phone, but I knew I had asked Hinge Guy to come over on the app. Then at some point, we must have switched to texting. We haven't even been on a date yet. In the past, when this happened, I tried so hard to redeem myself that it almost came off as frantic. I'm trying not to do that this time. So I apologized the next day, tried to continue the convo as normal, and attempted to reschedule a date before I went home to my parents for the week. But I could sense that something felt different. Text attached. You didn't seem too enthusiastic about going out after that. I can't tell. Maybe I'm paranoid. I'm just trying to make amends in a healthier, more mature way this time because the last girl at the bar is really not who I am anymore. From a guy's perspective, did I completely blow it? Do I have an honest conversation about the drinking aspect? Tell him it's something I'm working on or just ask him out again and wait for the combo to happen organically? Or should I wait for him to ask? To ask, should I not have mentioned I'm entering a Cinco de Mayo taco eating contest in the text? Better yet, do I follow up if I win? Getting mixed reviews from my friends, it's rough out there. Thank you for everything. I appreciate it more than you know. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's just too many Mai Tais. Okay. So before we get to the text, can we just talk about something that needs to be addressed? I know she didn't come here for like this type of advice, but like alcoholism is a disease and and it's a real addiction and many people have it and that's okay but there you have to take care of it like i don't mean to go like johnny serious but Mm -hmm. like we joked around in the beginning and then she's like no i've restructured my life and then the minute she wrote i ease back into drinking like drinking isn't for everyone and i think maybe like before we get into the email before we get into the screenshots it's worth maybe talking to someone about I think like also like when you say um, I'm getting mixed reviews from my friends, that could be because they're uncomfortable telling you that you might have a problem. And Mm -hmm. so I'm just doing this because like I I, like it sounds like the hardest thing in the world is to go. I got a problem. That's the hardest thing in the world. And and it feels like she's dancing around it to say, like, how do I bring back this like situation? I don't want to be the last girl at the bar. Like I got better with alcohol. Then I tried again. And now I'm in the same position I was in. It's like. You know, the hardest part about like all this relationship stuff is like we're all getting nervous and trying to date. And then, you you know, that doesn't help if you're not really able to like, you know, deal with alcohol in the way you want to. You know, like it's, it's a slippery slope. Right. No, I totally agree. I mean, I, I find it hard to tell from the email whether it's like at I don't that know level or not. She's, she definitely makes it seem like it's not something that she knows how to do in moderation or has trouble with like in terms of you know, either going like maybe all in or nothing, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't know that we're qualified to do that, but maybe she should, I think that's, that would be a good, I think that would be a good thing to do regardless of whether or not she has an alcohol problem, (laughs) just to talk to someone about like her relationship with alcohol. I know I've talked to my therapist personally Mm -hmm. about like the way I approach drinking, especially like, I think especially when you come out of college and you're used to drinking a certain kind of way, which is just like excessively. Mm -hmm. And you kind of think that like, there's no point where someone's like, all right, it's time to change your drinking patterns. Like you kind of have to internalize that and like do it at your own pace of like, how is this affecting me in the real world? How does this affect like college is such a bubble? And I think when you come out of it, like figuring out like how to drink so it maximizes your time, but doesn't actually affect your relationships or your quality of like, you know what I mean? Like, so you can have, if you can have fun with it, but not things that we regret or, or make you feel embarrassed. I can't just have one slice of pizza. I have come to terms with that. I can't. I'm a binger. I have an issue with it. I have to be aware of it. 
That can be the same for someone with alcohol. And again, what you said is perfect. And also, we're not the people to tell her this or not. But some there's a professional out there for her that she should be talking to or family and friends. But she's asking, how do we redeem these texts? And right. we can take a look at that. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 
timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans the one you can fancy up fancy down and just look better every time you wear them well that's why you need to check out lee denim I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. All right. So she said they spoke somehow, I guess they got off the app and now they're on to text. It's now 10.09 p.m. So I'll be her. Hi, it's blank. Her name. Is this okay? Ha ha. Yes. Hello. It's blank. What's up? You do anything tonight? I did. Apparently we went out for team drinks, but all the people I I work for are stockbrokers. So they drink so much. Tough to keep up. Sorry about that. Just to clarify this. So her text that I just read was sent the next morning at 834 a.m. Mm. That was the extent of the drunk text. It sounds like. Oh, it was just hi. It's it's blank. Is this okay? Yeah. And then whatever he says, and then I guess she just didn't answer. Okay. Because right that, cause, to me cause the next, is a the next timestamp is eight thirty four a.m. Yeah, that to me is like the least problematic drunk text I've ever seen in my entire life. 
right? I wouldn't have even <laughs> known that someone was drunk who texted that. That's why when I was reading this, I was like, what? But um, also, she's not showing us what was said. She said, and again, this goes back to like admitting to maybe there's an issue here. She doesn't show us what was said on the app that got them to hear. Right. I mean, I assume she has a record of that. I would assume as well. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like everything matters. You know, like yeah. we live in this world where like and we say this about these texts that we get sent. Like people think they're writing in for one thing and we look at it. We go, we see it right here. Like, right. We're missing something. OK. So um, she says then she continues. I'm taking the bus back to Maine tonight. Unfortunately, vaccine, LOL. But if you're around and want to grab drinks beforehand, I'm down. No worries if not. That's funny. I also got way drunker than expected last Tuesday with my coworkers. Sneaks up on you. No worries at all, though probably the last thing I expected on a Tuesday night, LOL. You got you going to Maine for the weekend? Uh, I know. Weekday drinks are getting rarer and rarer. You're right. It really does sneak up on you. I've been drinking. I haven't been drinking all that much during quarantine. So my body was like, please stop. Did you guys have fun at least when you went out? And yeah, for the weekend, sadly. Uh, we can wait until next weekend. I know the weekdays are tough. No worries. Yeah, next week is better anyways. We did. It was like old times. A lot of office gossip. Give me the dirt. You know who got fired talking shit about the new people. Ha ha. Usual stuff. I love it. We had a guy that got that got caught committing tax evasion. I guess he responded to an email saying, blow me. So that's going to sustain me for another year. Okay, cool. I'll text you next week. Wow, legend. We once had a kid blatantly selling weed out of his car to other coworkers during the day, LOL. Things are wild in Boston. <laughs> I know, this is crazy. She didn't say that. I said that, Juliana. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do. What's your favorite Bourne movie? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this is like three hours later Taylor. yeah so that's <laughs> just out of the blue he's like eh, let me feel her out for some born tips yeah gotta go with the first one marie dies in supremacy and matt damon was pushing 40 when they filmed ultimatum so the whole time i was just like please don't break all your bones what about you she really had that answer I mean, ready to go wow unless she googled like went to born wiki or something that was crazy <laughs> seriously <laughs> He writes, gotta be ultimatum, but the first one is a close second. You get the Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne scene. Uh, or you get the Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne scene. I'm watching it right now, actually. Haha, uh -huh, yeah, it gets me every time. Um, I just saw it's on. Did you ever see the Jeremy Renner spinoff? Nah, I never did. It didn't feel right. Did you? You made the right choice. That bad, really? Okay, and then she sends the screenshot of the Cinco de Mayo taco eating contest. Um, I don't think I need to read the whole caption. And then he, <laughs> he writes, incredible. Need to see this go down. Oh, I entered. I wish I knew how much the gift card was worth. I feel like they won't be insanely, insanely pricey, right? Or they won't be insanely spicy, right? I don't know. I feel like... I feel like four isn't that many to eat, so they might make them really spicy. The first time I read it, though, it was four tacos and four shots. Yeah, but my logic was they'd specified that in the title, like, habanero tacos or literal ghost pepper, pepper tacos. Whatever. I'll find out soon, LOL. And good God, that would be awful. Everyone would puke. True. Death taco eating contest is a little vague, but it does send a strong message. Okay, so that's the end of the text. It's interesting to me that she's like 
she keeps relaying everything back to this drunk text, which was like such a small part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and she didn't, I mean, again, we haven't seen the app message, but she definitely doesn't, she didn't say anything that crazy to me Mm-mm. and doesn't even sound particularly drunk. Mm-hmm. So I do think she might be like overanalyzing that. Yeah. I, I think this is like, I, I, I think this is to me like when you black out, you get drunk and black out. They have the thing called the the Sunday scaries. I've always called them the Sunday weirds. And they're like the ang- anxious thoughts in your head. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think it's that's also like coupled with like an alcohol withdrawal, which makes you like a little bit depressed in general. Depressed, on <laughs> yeah. edge and anxious. And I think a lot of times when you're like. When you black out, you wake up and you think you said every thought that was in your mind that you never really said. And so it's like mm-hmm. you feel a little bit naked. You feel a little bit like and you're just not sure of what you said or did. And gen- generally, people kind of don't say much. Like generally, if someone's really drunk and that or that blacked out, they go home or they eat pizza and they pass out. And right. it's no and harm, no No one's no even foul. thinking about them. Right. No one's thinking about them. It's all in their head. And I would say to her, she's in her head a little bit. But again, she excluded the messages that were on the dating app. So we don't know what was said there. And that to me is her kind of dancing around and dancing around the issue that she has with herself. And to me, that means talking to a professional, maybe figuring out um, your relationship with alcohol first and then dating. Because right now... He's being very agreeable. I don't see any weirdness. He's just talking right. about taco, you know, the taco death match and, you know, and all that stuff. And it seems fun and innocent. And even her, just like you said, her drunk texts aren't even bad. It's just whatever. Right. He seems and to brush it, brush it off completely. Totally. And yeah. he said, I, I was drunk too. Like he's being cool about it. Like, right. So, so I, I think like a lot of this comes down to they've never met before. Right. Right. I think she is like, right. I think this to me screams of some like like confidence type, like self-esteem issue stuff, which I agree like is probably best worked out in therapy because she's kind of like creating this, this rejection in her head when it hasn't even really happened. Um, And again, I get everything you said. It's totally correct about how, like when you black out, that's really the worst part of it is not, usually what you did it's usually just like the unknown which i I, is like right you're kind of like does everyone hate me Mm. (laughs) (laughs) which is which is how i feel after i drink like all the time so or i I would if i if what if in those situations where i blacked out always very pinpointed that feeling exactly um but for her i think she's like a little bit over analyzing the situation she's kind of like is he and i think when you do that, sometimes you also like paint a picture that doesn't exist. So she's like, is he backing away? Is he trying mm-hmm. to like, he seems less enthusiastic about hanging out. I'm not reading that, especially since this is, their, this is the entirety of their texts off the app. Granted, mm-hmm. he hasn't asked her to do anything, but she hasn't asked him either. Well, that goes into she's afraid of getting turned down for her relationship with alcohol. Like she's afraid of messing up another one. As she said, I don't want. So her like it's kind of taken away her ability to go to like say, oh, he's just a douche. Like it's always on her because she drank. 
she's the one that like fucked this up, which is not true. I'm just saying like mm-hmm. I understand her perspective. Her perspective is very relatable. I got a little drunk and now I'm kind of dancing around to make sure that I didn't get too drunk to like turn this person off. So I'm just trying to keep them around and hopefully they'll ask me on a date so I can prove myself the next time. And usually when you try to prove yourself, you probably even get even more drunk and you fuck it up again because you're now in this like when every date should Cycle, be on like an yeah. even. Yeah, you should be on an even playing ground on a first date. And so to me, and also the relatable part of this is like going into pandemic, a lot of us have made lifestyle changes and a lot of them were good ones. Like a lot of people like, listen, I'll speak for myself. I was drinking in a healthier way during during pandemic times before things are opening up. I was working out every day. I, you know, I was having uh, not eating at night as much as I was. And it was like really a positive thing. Then I got back to the city or, you know, I was doing shows and I got late night Domino's pizza. Um, and now like the Domino's fucking app keeps emailing me. Being like, hey, you, now that you're back, like, let's hang out. Like, I'm like, just get the fuck away, Domino's app. So, like, I know, and I'm sitting here going, oh, God, am I going to go back to the things that didn't make me feel good pre-pandemic that I got rid of during the pandemic? So I understand where she's coming from completely. So I think it also has to come down to, like, maybe the pandemic wasn't your only solution. Maybe it was, like, the that bars were closed and you couldn't you know, have access to the amount of alcohol that you would in the past. That needs, that involves a professional that involves like speaking to someone that isn't us. That's someone that can help you through it. But then it's also being unafraid to be like, Hey man, um, we should do drinks or we should no, not drinks, but like, Or we should get plastered. (laughs) Let's get after it. Uh, She likes to put it. That was great. Really brought that full circle. (laughs) Sure. But I I think she's got to be okay, like, understanding, like, she hasn't lost anything. They've never even been on a first date. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I'm saying he doesn't know her well enough to like her or not like her. And nothing she said in this conversation would be something that I can imagine would be, like, super turn off, like, would turn off anyone. Mm-mm. Really, I, I, I'm with you. And again, we have to. And I'm I'm saying this more for the emailer than anyone else. You left out the dating app combo. Your friends are bad. Don't know how to answer you. These are all kind of things that happen with someone who's avoiding the truth. Right. And yeah, I think again, like even if you don't have. Quote, I don't know. I don't know what defines an alcohol problem or an alcohol. I have no idea. abuse issue either. But like, and I don't consider myself like an alcoholic or someone who has a problem. But I did, I think, have an unhealthy, a less healthy relationship with alcohol before going through it in therapy. Like in the beginning of my relationship, I would sometimes black out, start fights, and like wake up not the best version of myself. Um, so I do think it's just it's good in any kind of therapy to just reevaluate, like evaluate, think about why you do the things you do, think about like what like why like what context makes you want to drink more what makes you want to drink less just under understanding yourself more so i think either way probably be good to work through um with a therapist totally and uh send him a text right now hey let's get coffee are you down yeah stop being afraid of losing this guy for some other reason that isn't even a reason for sure. And if he said something about wanting to get drinks, you could say, like, I'm trying, I'm just trying, I'm trying to drink a little less now, if you are. Yeah. And say that. We did it That's again, it. Jordana. Look at us. Always. Uh, we even encourage someone 
to go get drinks after telling him to see a professional. So <laughs> we're, we have we're not going to be, yeah, we're not going to be running a rehab center anytime soon. Ain't in our future, but we are going to be running a yeah. great podcast, which you should share, share, share. Tell a friend. Uh, every Sunday we do our special episode. We get through screenshots. We have special guests. So, um, you know, keep sending in your emails, UUP at Betches.com. And uh, we'll be back on Wednesday, right? We'll see you then. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.